Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge, or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater, or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let us dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I am talking about Dave, Season 3, the FXX slash Hulu show that is created by Dave Bird and Jeff uh, Schaefer. It stars David Bird as Little Dicky, Andrew Santino, Gaeta, Taylor Misiek, uh, Christina Coe, Travis Bennett, and Chloe Bennett. Uh, d- not related. Uh, along with a lot of other great cameos that are, are a welcomed addition to any season of Dave. Uh, this is the third season, as I said before. I also do a recap podcast of the show Dave, uh, which this will be coming out in the last episode of that to close that out to review this. Uh, not 100% sure if this will be the final season of Dave. Generally, how they have gone is there's usually a uh, good amount of time that passes before there is any kind of announcement that a new season will be. Uh, this one was ended in a way that it could be, it could come back, but at the same time, the way this ended did kind of show the different characters on their paths that are slowly kind of going away from uh, what started as this crew, all these supportive friends uh, of Dave, uh, kind of uh, doing their own thing and going their own way at the end of this season. So we'll see. No idea yet. But this season, season three, Dave is going on tour with his crew, with his gang, uh, after the release of his album Penith that came out last season. Dave travels the country looking for love while Emma is creating a documentary about this journey for him looking for love. Gaeta uh, taking advantage of every opportunity that comes his way, somebody who's thirsty and hungry for uh, fame and uh, to to gain fame while also being Dave's hype man while also being a rapper himself uh, and Mike Dave's manager trying to manage the chaos that is Dave and his his uh, career uh, as well as Els who is on the trip and uh, has a lot riding on the success of the album and the success of Dave. And for those that don't know, Dave Bird, a.k.a. Little Dicky, a rapper, somebody who has the that's show loosely based on Dave Bird himself and his career as Little Dicky, and in this show has kind of shown his rise to fame. Where the first season where was a lot of Dave just trying to get eyeballs on things. Uh, the second season was him struggling to make an album. Dealing with, with uh, creative blocks. And dealing with 
just understanding who he is as an artist in a lot of ways. Uh, this season is Dave kind of being confronted with the fans that love his work and him maybe having second thoughts about the people who like his work, which a lot of his work is based on his biggest insecurities, mainly his penis. And uh, using those insecurities as his superpower, using humor as a way to uh, bring up issues and talk about serious things, but uh, dismantling it in a way. Uh, so it's been a great season, right? This is still one of my favorite shows. This show is funny. It's dr it has moments that are dramatic. It has moments that are stressful. Definitely every single episode this season had a moment where I was stressed out. Just having a feeling I knew where things were going to go. Many times I was wrong. Sometimes I was right. There was an aspect of this season that I was right. And it just took to the last episode for that, that uh, premonition to come true. This show also shines a lot of light on a lot of my own personal faults that I share with Dave. As a creative person. As a person who has tried to be in relationships who's failed in relationships who's trying to juggle the idea of being a creative person trying to get myself out there along with trying to be the right person for a relationship to my partner so the fact that i relate to dave uh, in a lot of ways is one of the reasons i love this show so much uh, really showing shining a light on my own faults and my own uh, problems and being able to see that in somebody else helps me kind of identify and realize that, you know, I've got a lot of problems and there's a reason why I'm single. I do highly recommend this show. This season, <clears throat> you know, not quite as introspective as the last season. The last season was they got dark. They got a lot darker in the last season where the first season, a lot of funny Every episode in season one ended with a great punchline. There was a lot of comedy. Um, there was a little bit of sadness towards the end of season one when Dave and Allie break up. Uh, somebody that I loved Dave with in this season. Robin is that person that I loved Dave with. Uh, and, you know, I should say... I mean, if you're watching this review, I would imagine you've seen Dave before i mean maybe you're interested in it you want to know what's happening in season three uh, i will be talking about spoilers obviously i've already mentioned the fact that he i mean it's a comedy show so spoilers it is a narrative that you know builds on itself it's it's you know not like a seinfeld where it's individual stories in ep every episode although there are individual stories but we are following dave and the other people his friends and seeing how those things play out over time so I will be spoiling and talking about the previous seasons. Uh, and I will be, I'm just going to give a spoiler warning now. I'm going to be talking about everything that happens in this season. So, of course, I love this show. If it sounds interesting, it's, I mean, there's parts of it that almost feel like Entourage in a way, but far less douchebag, even though I did like Entourage. This is a lot more funny, a lot more self-referential, a lot more making fun. Like it's a lot of it is showing and making fun of Dave's shortcomings as a person in relationships, as a person in friendships, as a p 
person in the world who functions and has his own problems. Um, so I do love this show, but I do, I'm going to be talking about this season in depth. Obviously I did, you know, episode by episode recaps of every single episode of this entire show. Um, so I will be getting into details of everything. So just so you're warned, you will be spoiled. I'd highly recommend checking the show out. It's a great show, short episodes. They're like half hour long episodes, uh, eight to 10 episodes per season, I believe. Uh, and this is only the third season. I hope the show comes back. I want more of this show. I think it feels like this season they finally hit their groove. Uh, where it's like the first season was a lot of comedy. The second season got really dark, but I really kind of loved it. Second season in a lot of ways. Also was very surreal at moments in the second season, which I loved as well. Um, and this season felt like it found a balance. The season finale of this season was amazing. As all of them are, the last season finale of season two blew me away, made me cry. This one did not make me cry at all. Like I, I remember last time I reviewed last se season two, I was crying while talking about the very end of season two. I will not be doing any of that in this episode, uh, which is very different emotionally because this, this show didn't get at those emotions in the same way. And, you know, because of that, I think that's why I like the second season more, even though I think a little bit more turbulent. Uh, but I think they found a good balance in this season and they've hit their stride. And I love these characters and I really want this show to keep going. But we will see. Who knows? It could easily be over with this. Um, so spoiler warning. Uh, so great episodes. Um let me see. I love the supporting cast. Anytime we get to see more of Mike or Emma or Els, any of them, Gata's always amazing as well. He's always like kind of a standout in all these seasons. Um, of course, every episode has Dave in it. Um, it felt like they experimented a lot in the second season, but this one they still did some fun things. Like the there's an episode uh, called, was it Hershey? No, Harrison Ave, that feels like they've, watched the bear on fx and that stress high pay, high fast paced kind of stressful like kinetic energy was really present in harrison ave where they're trying where dave and emma are trying to direct a music video for dave at his parents home in philadelphia um a great episode and just another one of those things like Dave does not is like, despite the fact that he is the main character, he is by far the most unlikable character in the show. Everybody else is likable and everybody else has problems with Dave, right? You see how he treats people and just how just very self-centered and self-focused he is on himself. And but despite that, I think there's still like he, he still has like he's willing to listen at times and he's willing to I mean, he's the guy that created the show and he's making himself look bad. And part of that is why I'm able to relate to him so much because he's so willing to 
just show how bad people can be without meaning to be bad. It's not like he's intentionally being vindictive or attacking people. It's just he's so singularly focused on achieving this goal and make his, making his dream a reality that it doesn't suit. It's not indicative. It's not conducive to making good friendships or having good relationships all the time. Right. So a lot of it is Dave trying to understand how to navigate and balance all of these things and trying to understand what's important with, to him, which the end of this season was a big, a big wake up to see what's really important to Dave uh, in a way that I think is probably the f far more honest way, despite how much people may not like it. So you see. In this season, Dave, his next level of his career, seeing how what his fans are like, getting to meet his fans on tour around the country, discovering how the fantasy of the perfect woman will never exist in reality. We see Emma growing as an artist, her pursuing her passions to be a director, directing his music video, and of course the documentary of the tour. We get to know Gaeta more as he reveals more things that he's struggling with, which is a big aspect of Gaeta in the first season. Him revealing that he's bipolar. Big episode on that. And then even in this season, it's like things build up with Gaeta and then all of a sudden it's just like a dam breaks and we get so much more information about who Gaeta is and what he's struggling with. And I think, you know, it, a lot of these things, people dealing with their imperfections is part of what makes them so lovable uh, you have L's in this season riding on the hope that Dave's record that he produced and will only really get paid if it does well because he gets royalties based on that um, and him kind of desperate for these things to work out as well and then you have Mike his manager trying to keep track of everything while also finding love himself but like realizing how difficult it is to control Dave because Dave is like uh, like a perfectionist when it comes to everything and holds everybody to an unrealistic standard. Um, and Mike somehow has to manage that and, and like have the illusion of control at least. And not only do we see like the crew in different states, like literally in different states of the country, uh, while they're on tour, but we also see how Allie joins the the gang as well. Uh, when she comes in on the Wisconsin episode, she's from Wisconsin. When Dave's in Wisconsin on tour, she flies out to hang out with her roommate Emma, to hang out with her friend and former boyfriend Dave, uh, and also to have a romantic hookup with somebody from college. Um, but then seeing I love her as a character and that episode is great. Uh, she definitely held a mirror up to some of Dave's faults, expecting perfection out of people, forgiving people for not being perfect. Um, and then seeing how she gets folded into the crew even more in the Met Gala ap episode uh, was great to see as well.
is take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote, are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com slash plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. And we also see what happens after the tour. So the season's not just him on tour. There is a point where uh, the bus explodes. But he's, like, ready to cancel the tour on that that episode. Uh, but then on, on R.I.P. Little Dicky. But... The bus explodes, and then it just kind of ends. The next episode, it's just him off of tour, and he's got his house. So part of the season is him on tour. Part of the season is him in his new house in L.A., which is a gorgeous house. Um, and kind of a nice transition for the show. And we also see that in that transition, after having been on tour seeing how Dave's work is being taken and being run with and the types of people that like his work and like how people are aren't understanding what he's trying to do and you know realizing that you can't choose your fans and you can't choose how your fans choose to identify or interpret your work and seeing how that's not cool with him, how people have done that with his work, and him wanting to make a big transition, wanting to rebrand from Little Dicky, uh, which he doesn't do, but clearly, at least in the first song that he's making after the tour, he's definitely aware and making a point to evolve his sound, which I think any artist in general, whether you're music involved in music or any kind of art form you will start you will change your style you'll change your voice you will evolve just as you evolve as a person the things you're interested in in your 20s isn't the same thing you're interested in in your 40s so if your career goes long enough your style and your voice and the things that you create is going to change just because you you're interested in in experimenting with new things you know whether you're a little dicky or whether you're somebody like one of my favorite bands, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, have evolved drastically over the years. I don't. I think they still have their core sound, but they've, you know, you can listen to an album of theirs and you can tell if it's one of their early albums or one of its their recent albums because they've they've matured. They've they've been doing music for like forty years. So of course people change, and Lil Dicky kind of throughout this season has the desire to change his style and to grow as an artist and to move past some of the immature comedic things that are being taken the wrong way from his the work that he's done so far 
Uh, great episodes, right? There's an episode that feels like a horror film, straight-up horror film, which is, I think, the one in Mississippi, the episode titled The Storm. Uh, very horror-themed episode. You have uh, a crazy fan that shows up in Texas and I thought was going to be a bigger part of that episode and felt like that like it would have been so random for that character to have only shown up in Texas when she gives Dave the bust of his the cement head of Dave Bird uh, of little Dickie for that to be her only time so when she shows up in the finale I was like yes the one one thing I was worried about happening actually did happen uh and in the craziest way the the crazy fan stalker fan obsessed fan episode that is the finale is amazing uh and was not expecting that at all and was not at all expecting the fact that Brad Pitt was going to be that big of a part of the finale when this finale starts and he's doing the music video with Rachel McAdams and Brad Pitt has like a short cameo in the music video where he just kind of pops in it's like very much a Deadpool 2 type of Brad Pitt cameo just kind of an instant in and out for then Brad Pitt to be such a p big part of that f final episode was amazing and was an amazing episode. Like, they know how to finish a season strong, strong. And I think in, the, in season two, they finished it very emotional. I was in tears. I was in tears even recapping that episode, talking about that episode. Where this one, I wasn't emotional in that way, but I was like, it was a high intensity. There was a lot of suspense being built up in that final episode of season three. Amazing. You know, and also Dave being confronted with how he treats others, being confronted with how he treats Emma and not allowing her to be her own creative self not trusting in her abilities which it seemed like he did in the episode harrison avenue where at the end he just allows her to direct the movie however she thinks it's going to work but then later when she's doing the doc he again is micromanaging during the edit and i love that she finally stood up to him and like and and like manipulated the situation so that she can maintain control i loved that we also see you know him dealing with how he treats the the loved one the the women in his life and how he has this ideal of how he wants what he wants and how he treats people but the reality is is so far from the fantasy of that and i love that this show at many times whether it's him and ali's relationship whether it's in season two the the same self-contained episode with him and doja cat or in this season with him and robin you see all of these kinds of faults that dave has where he is like I, all of those things are like I, they hit me hard um so yeah a great great episode the texas super fan right the 
you have with also like the Texas episode's great because you have not only the super fan that thinks that she we, we find out she thinks that she is like the female Dave. But in that same episode, they have the fake non fan that Dave thinks is just a regular girl, but then later realizes that she was actually a super fan and just pretending to be not a fan. Super like like awkward and like scary too. Like when he gets stripped down to his scrote guard, which that in and of itself as a part of this show of this season was hilarious and how it comes back again in Wisconsin. But him like leaving that party basically naked except for wearing the scrote guard and running around and having to get clothes and then ending up at the 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 massage parlor where his dream comes true of just having somebody straighten his dick out. Great episode. The Mississippi horror episode is great. You have the Wisconsin episode with Robin, who's like, I didn't think they'd be able to find another character that I loved as much as Allie with Dave. But then Robin comes in and loved her as well. And just as painful as it was when Dave and Allie broke up, when the final, the second to last episode in this season where he breaks up with Robin after she after seeing the doc and she realized that he she's not 100 percent what he's looking for um painful painful i loved robin as a character i loved robin and dave together like she she like was even a better fit like the to find somebody who is as who's willing to be on the same page as how of how like weird dave is like her being completely cool with Ali being them being friends with him getting a real doll like she is so accepting of how unique Dave is like he he like he he like passed up an amazing person with Ali and got somehow somebody even better and still didn't appreciate what he had with her absolutely brutal uh the Atlanta episode with Rick Ross was great it also his like paranoia of of um killer mike in that episode was great as well uh the him faking the death right him wanting to rebrand and then even after that everybody just assuming that he faked his death that it was some pr stunt and it's one thing that i thought was going to come back even in the final episode like there's so many things i would say that are kind of left unanswered that were used as a way as like a misdirect like one of the many things I thought was going to come back and haunt Dave was the super fan, which did come back and haunt Dave was the video of him and Mike that Emma took of them kind of discussing letting the bus explosion assumption of him dying go to let the numbers explode, which I thought in the final episode that I thought everything was going to come back and haunt Dave. I thought like, the white supremacists that like his music in Mississippi, I thought that was going to come back. I thought, like, there's so many different things I thought was going to come back and, ha- and, and haunt him. And I thought that was all going to culminate in the final episode, but it, it turned into something else, which I actually like what it turned into. But one of the many things, this fake death thing that seems like more and more people, never he was never confronted with that. He was never confronted with pe- that being known to people. You also have the doc that Emma was making throughout 
uh, her also directing the music video and Dave trusting her, but then going back to, you know, kind of micromanage the whole situation and her standing up to him was amazing. Like, I love Emma. And it's, and like, even from the beginning, like, I, I've done a lot of the similar work that she's done, graphic design and all that kind of stuff, and had worked with clients that were like Dave, which at least Dave is a creative person, so it's like his input, I would say, is more valuable than just some random business owner that has no artistic ability kind of dictating what they're looking for. But I sympathize with Emma so much in 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 this show i i love her character um and i do kind of i love that she finally stood up to dave and like there was some respect i think that dave showed her even though he was trying to kind of weasel out of it and used her doc and used her as an excuse uh when robin was kind of confronting him with a bunch of stuff but i i loved emma and like happy that she kind of got her story kind of she got some success uh the post tour stuff was a lot of fun the new house was really cool robin's visit how that was you know many things the visit when she came over and it was dave's birthday a very fun light-hearted episode where kind of everything worked out and it was happy i really enjoyed that episode it was just like a very happy fun uh like positive episode even though there were still moments i was stressed out you see a secret passageway that comes, you know, a lot of things are set up in the episode with Robin when she comes to visit for the finale. The secret passageway comes back, which I think that was actually the next episode after um, the house, after we see him get the house, right? The rebirth day, the Met Gala, I think, is the beginning of Met Gala. We see the, the secret passageway. Uh, then even the real doll like all of these things, the, f the fact that he put her pepper spray in the closet, the fact that he owns a crossbow, like all of these things were kind of sprinkled in post tour that all kind of come into use on the final episode when the stalker shows up. Gata's big kind of the things that build up with Gata and then there's just the dam breaks and then we find out that he's bipolar. Right. Or we find out in this one that he's got a sex addiction and then him trying to take to run with whatever he's given. And with the the when he gets the uh, mental health panel, he him wanting to win it and L's being like, you can't win it. But then Gata wins it and gets this reality show booked and they end up turning the reality sh like molding the reality show around Gata which we never really see how all of those things play out but he's doing his own things which is kind of great as well love Gata and and love all those things and it's also funny in the final season or the final episode with Gata and Bella the crazy fan how Gata's like positive about because she says and does all of the same things Dave does, but contextually is a little bit different. Like, we have no idea what Bella can do, but we've seen Dave can rap. We see he has the ability to do these things, to have that kind of belief. And as far as we know, Bella just has this blind faith that she is a superstar like Dave. We've seen no proof of that. But Gata just likes her mentality because it reminds him of Dave 
who Dave's mentality, as we found out in the documentary, was a big inspiration for Gaeta. So it's it's a great moment in that final episode where Gaeta is like a huge fan of Bella. And then in that moment when he finds out that, that she's crazy and she points the crossbow at him and he's like, what is going on? Like his whole reality gets turned upside down. Gaeta, great as well. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life? Look no further than InspireDisorder.com. Our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from the many faces, a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits. These one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift. But that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of The Ray Taylor Show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to InspireDisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering InspireDisorder.com for all of your gift needs and now back to the show uh l's kind of sad in this season right he's broke there's the episode where he's telling mike it's like i've been borrowing i can't borrow money from my parents anymore i can't even afford to get a haircut mike hires a barber to give him a haircut um you, you can tell mike has cares about l's and, and loves i mean everybody loves l's but like he's kind of like the guy struggling the most because his success is so tied to how well this album does, where Dave has already been given money from the label, right? He doesn't have to, he's not worried about the sales, where Els only gets paid if the album does well. So, I mean, with the album blowing up because of the fake death, the bus thing, I would assume Els is, do, Els is doing better financially. But still, at the end, where you're doing the montage, we see where everybody's going. You know, you got Emma kind of in talks with Sundance uh, and moving out. And Ali seems sad that they're no longer going to be roommates. Uh, you have Els talking to his parents, telling them that he wants to start a record label. But still borrowing money from them, kind of a bummer. So he's still kind of in a rough spot. But great. I love all of these characters. Mike kind of finding love him and Ava the when he breaks into her house you know the consensual non-consensual thing and how he turns that into Mike's version of that was great I love that so much uh, just a great moment with Mike who doesn't necessarily always get that many moments I think Mike really was a standout in this season um, great great characters great episodes which each episode seemed to be like one character paired with dave except for the final episode which was dave crazy stalker girl bella and brad pitt were the, the main the three main people in the final episode and also noticeable which maybe i will notice it when i go back and rewatch the previous two seasons but definitely in this third season it was very noticeable the use of score and how that was used well to highlight moments, to highlight the tone of moments. Specifically, when I really noticed it was the horror episode, um, the storm in Mississippi, uh, which very much had the score of like Hitchcock and different things, very much a horror score. 
Um, but even in other episodes, like the score was really well utilized. And I just didn't notice it as much previously until this season. So maybe when I go back and watch, it's something that's always been there. And for whatever reason, I'm just noticing it. But the score was almost a character in this season as well. And of course, Dave always finding faults in women, like very similar in a lot of ways to George Costanza and Seinfeld in the show Seinfeld. Where like any small imperfection, they will blow up into a red flag. They will blow up into a reason why they are incompatible, right? Dave has very much that same mentality. And that's one of the reasons why I thought, and even their core group of friends, like Gaeta is kind of like a, um, uh, a Kramer. You have Emma is kind of like the, you know, the the Julia Louis-Dreyfus character. Of course, I'm blanking in all the characters' names from uh, from Seinfeld. Dave is kind of like Seinfeld. Uh, and Mike is kind of like George, you know. But I thought how Seinfeld ended where everything, all the things that the characters did over the seasons of Seinfeld all came back to haunt them. And at the very end, that's what I thought was going to happen in the show. Uh, but didn't happen. But Dave has that similar thing that Seinfeld and Constanza had with just like finding small little imperfections in women and that being the major red flag. Uh, demanding perfection from everybody he works with. The documentary that Emma made really illustrated all of those things very well, I thought. Um, and regretting his brand after seeing his fans. Like seeing the consequences of the work that he put out and seeing how the work that he put out was received by people and the types of people that were attracted to his work and seeing how that wanted made him want to change what he did. I thought that was amazing, especially the fact that those kinds of things, those themes were brought up in the horror episode in Mississippi, The Storm, in which he they're staying at a very religious family's home and in the same way dave's work dave's music is being used and interpreted by people like white supremacists right they taking the wrong meanings from the work he did uh and and using it to kind of further their agenda you see that happening in american culture in 2023 where there are fundamentalist christians christian nationalists using religion as a way to be horrible people and for dave to see that kind of thing to see his work being used by horrible people or to be you know celebrated by horrible people is like regretful so in some ways dave bird wrote a story where he is god <laughs> where his words are being misinterpreted by the fans of his word but of course that is also like and also the final episode of Dave. You have this super fan in Bella who comes. Obviously, first off, Brad Pitt in that episode was amazing. Him being locked in the booth and at one like trying to motivate Dave to change the situation, but doing so through auto tune and to the beat that's playing 
and just how crazy that whole scene that is one of the best scenes that is one of the best scenes where you have brad pitt in the booth saying motivational and inspirational things to dave in order to convince him to get up and get the gun from bella to take charge of the situation meanwhile bella's dancing with gata She's dancing like she's high on Molly. Gaeta is stoked because he thinks he's surrounded by people who follow their dreams and are motivated. And seeing how everything changes, especially once Brad Pitt crashes through that glass and gets shot. That is an insane episode. A great episode. But also, how that episode, the things that Bella says to Dave. I am a superstar. I am a you're, I'm a superstar standing in front of you. I am the same person as you, Dave. And to hear Dave say all of those same things at the end of the episode when he finally meets Drake, saying all of the same things that Bella, the, the crazy fan, said. If is the only difference is the context. Like the only reason Drake isn't insanely scared of of dave in that moment is because drake is familiar with dave's music and dave has gained a level of popularity but if dave was just starting out and he went up to drake and said all of those same things that he said to drake that bella said to him if he told drake that drake would be like this guy okay good for you dude he would want to get away from dave as soon as possible Right. But just the changing of context makes all of those same both instances, her saying it to Dave and Dave saying it to Drake, still disturbing. Still like it's still like Dave saying those things to Drake is like, uh, I mean, it's a little much, bro. But the, the context between that is that Dave is like, you know, at least legitimized in some way for saying those things. But I loved how in that final episode, it really mirrors these two like people who are saying the same things, but like just they're at different, they're different levels and just how those levels can drastically change. Also, if Drake had been a little concerned, I don't think Dave would have, you know, pulled the gun on him and then uh, forced him to, you know, to, to, get him a record deal or something like that but maybe maybe if he was er- earlier on in his career and he had a gun like uh, you could see almost dave being bella in certain situ almost she's definitely a little bit more unhinged but a great show the last episode with with um brad pitt was amazing the met gala was great a lot of great cameos was constantly waiting for that ripcord to be pulled the one aspect of the show a lot of like kind of loose ends right we don't see what happened to the aftermath of the met gala when everything all the crashing and burning uh we uh only got a little bit of his parents i mean i guess they were we got a little bit of benny blanco um you know, not a whole lot of Benny Blanco. We did get a little bit of Allie, you know, a good amount. We got to meet Dave's first love in Harrison Avenue. Um, trying to think of any other parts of this show. The 
the headphone guy in the R.I.P. Lil Dicky was expecting that to come back. Like, there's a lot of things I was expecting to come back and bite him in the ass that just didn't. Um, but yeah, a great season. I hope they do more. I love this show. I love these characters, despite the fact that Dave is he's unlikable but adorable at the same time. Like I I see a lot of myself in Dave and you know, I like to see my neuroses and all my faults being represented on TV, so that's great. Um but I do love this show. Hope there's more. And the way they ended it, you know, it, it could be the very end, right? You know, it could just be if they do continue it, it could be just a lot more Dave and a lot less of everybody else, which is okay too, because even in like this this season, like the final episode where it's primarily Dave, I mean, you can still have those agree to throw these characters in here and there. Um, I don't know. I love the show. I really hope they do more. Um, Because, I mean, the next one would be, okay, what does he do with Drake? And, like, did Drake, like, get enough, have enough of Dave? Like, was it a bad idea for Drake to invite him to Africa? Right? Did Dave get left in Africa? Right? First episode of season four is out of Africa. Right? Dave trying to run a coffee plantation in Africa, but it burns down, so he leaves to go back to Hollywood. I don't know. But it's, you know, each each season's like him elevated to a new status, so we'll see. Um, and it would be nice to see, like, what happens with Gaeta and the Nuthouse thing. You know, even though, like, the last episode where Gaeta brings up, like, are you pranking me, Dave? Asking if Dave is pranking him, asking if all of everything is, like, staged for the nuthouse show and there was a moment where i was like if this show turns into brad pitt and this woman bella like in order to punk dave and gata for this show it's going to be a crazy massive swing but also i probably wouldn't like it thankfully it wasn't that but man there was a moment where i was like is that where this show is going is that where this episode is going but it didn't Anyway, Dave, season three, great show. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Dave, season three, as well as Dave, the entire show. Uh, don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Disorder if you're watching this. Until next time, enjoy the show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.